Welcome to The Spiritual Awakener, where you'll hear everyday people's stories of their awakening moments that led them to work with you, the collective. Now here's your host, Susan Kennard. Hi, I'm Susan Kennard and welcome to The Spiritual Awakener. This is a podcast where I get to talk to and interview fun, amazing people who have had a turning point in their life or a spiritual awakening that's led them to realize that they were so much more than who they were and how they then help you, the collective, to improve your life or tune in a bit more to who you're meant to be in the world. So I'm really excited to have my guest today. Her name's Cassandra Farron, and she's going to tell you all about herself and about her spiritual awakening. Welcome, Cassandra. Thank you, Susan. Uh, So I'm an author. Um, I've written five books. I'm a ghostwriter, and I also mentor heart-led authors who have overcome adversity in their life and want to make a difference with their story. And it's so ironic because actually I didn't know Cassandra before obviously and I just literally finished telling my book a few months ago and we're we're interviewing this on the 30th of April 2020 so if you're listening to this a lot later my book might be out even (laughs) Um, but essentially that's who I am so I had this story I had something that was within me that needed to be birthed and being a therapist and and somebody who works with channel source i channeled my book and so cassandra would have been a really good person for me to have worked with at that time and uh you know i'm right at the stage now of proposing to a publisher but yeah this is great so cassandra tell us about how that happened you know obviously you're not just born that are you so what happened in your life that made you realize that you know, maybe it was a turning point or a spiritual awakening that led you to be an author. So I actually call myself an accidental author. Um, it <laughs> wasn't anything that I'd planned. I was never one of those children growing up that thought, you know, when I grow up, I want to be an author. I was actually at a crossroads in my life and I had a coaching session with a lady and said to her, I don't know what to do. I had tried full-time working as a mother of two I had tried part-time working as a mother of two I had tried network marketing and nothing as a mother of two two. (laughs) I'm a mother of two as well (laughs) and nothing felt right um I don't know if your listeners can resonate with not knowing where you're going but knowing that you can't stay where you are oh my goodness that's so beautiful because you know, I think if you're listening to this now and you're like, especially in this environment at the moment in, in April 2020, that people are having to awaken big time and having to realize what is it that really feeds my soul? People haven't been able to know that, have they? But now they've got to. What is it? Where is that book inside of me? Or where is that mission inside of me that I actually couldn't access? Perfect time now, right? Yeah, so I was quite frustrated. I didn't see this as an opportunity. I was quite frustrated with myself that I thought I should have all the answers Mm -hmm. and I didn't know what to do. So I handed everything over to this coach and just poured (laughs) out my life story Uh. and said, help. (laughs) And she said two things to me. She said, one, you are a lot more inspiring than you realize and you're going to go on to help a lot of people. And the second thing was, I want you to go away and start writing down what's happened in your life and everything will become apparent. Wow. They were great words. They were, but I'll be honest with you at the time, I was still thinking, why? 
yeah. <laughs> how, you know how, how is this going to help I wasn't even thinking book I was just thinking yeah. a4 pad of paper and right you know why would writing about my messed up life help me <laughs> to move forward with my messed up life this was my negative thinking yeah. um, but I, I paid her good money and I did my homework and what I wrote that evening mm. ended up becoming chapter one of my first book the amazing yeah Oh, goodness me, that was six years ago. And at that point, yeah. I didn't have my own business. But very long story short, three months after that phone call, um, I started my first business. And I kept on writing. And when I set my business up, a lot of people said to me, why did you set your business up? They want to know your story and what's behind mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I explained that I was, um, you know, kind of writing down what had happened in my life. And um People just kept on saying to me, please carry on, please carry on. You should write a book. You've got a great story. So I carried on writing and um, received a business grant that enabled me to publish my first book. So that's how it all began. So what's the title of your first book? So that's called The Girl Who Refused to Quit. Wow. And that's a great strap line as well, isn't it? (laughs) Because pretty much everybody has refused to quit that's listening to this, which is amazing. So if you're in that place and you think, oh my God, actually, yeah, I didn't quit either. And these things happened to me. But obviously, we can't hear the whole of your life story, but because part most of that will be in that book. But what would you say was a key thing that happened to you in your life that would have been that? So part of you. a year later, my life collapsed for the third time. Um, so when I'd written my book, it collapsed twice. One year later, it collapsed for the third time. And again, I was a, a bit of a loss as to what to do. But this inspired me to write my second book, which was how I'd got my life back on track, uh, because I wanted to help other people who have woken up one morning and their life is intact and gone to bed that evening and their life is in tatters that's pretty much what happened to me what what happened what was the thing that happened um it was a relation a breakup of a relationship but it literally ended in a phone call very unexpectedly very suddenly wow um that resulted in me and my children needing to like leave our house um again and start life and a lot of people do have to do that you know I had to do that as well wasn't quite a phone call but 12 years ago that was you know 11 years ago is what I decided as well so becoming a single parent and just making that decision was the absolute right decision to make but it was something that really does turn your life around right definitely and it was after I published my second book I was then invited to run a webinar on how to write a book And it was after that webinar that I received an influx of inquiries, people saying that my story had really inspired them because my last employed job prior to having my own business was as a cleaner. And when I turned up for my job interview as a cleaner, I didn't have enough belief and self-confidence to actually feel that I was good enough to be that cleaner. I, I nearly didn't go in for my job interview as the cleaner. So I'd explain this on the webinar and how um, I didn't have any sort of qualifications, so to speak. I'd just written from my heart and wanted to make a difference with my story. Mm. So I received from this webinar many inquiries, uh, people thanking me, and then people offered, would I mentor them to write their book? So this is what then started uh, my journey of helping others to share their story. Mm. Because what had become apparent is that I hadn't just written a book about my life story it actually helped me to make peace with my past just incredible you know 
it's great when you've got somebody like you because you tell your story but you also are helping others that's why i had you on on here because you know that's like me something happened many awakenings happen and then we become who we are in the world to be of service essentially and it's interesting how that happens so quickly in a way for you when you started writing and i always believe it's like the books within you when you're birthing that book you're actually bringing a part of you out giving birth to a part of you out in the world and so that happened to you and it happened really really quickly then that people were saying well can you teach me how to birth my book essentially yeah yeah so that's when um i decided to change my business and to mentor other authors because i realized that this was a really important part of their healing journey and i realized that helping someone else to to write a story of their of their life it helps you to break negative thought patterns it enables you to connect the dots backwards and see why certain situations or why certain people came into your life and what they taught you light bulbs like light bulb moments yeah so it helps you to disconnect from that negative energy that we all hold you know from our from our past and it enables you to then see clearly about as you rightly said about serving others and stepping into your future without dragging this emotional backpack around um, on our shoulders um so it's very liberating to be able to serve others in that way and help them to move forward yeah and so what's your website name what's the website name so it's cassandrafarron.com cassandrafarron.com can you spell that yeah c-a-s-s-a-n-d-r-a-f-a-r-r-e-n.com that's it good yeah no, just for the purpose of you know yeah. people people hear it but they don't know how to spell it so it's really helpful for that and so do you offer people so say for example someone's got this idea and they're like they're stuck at home now and they've always had this idea that they needed to talk about their story can they just have like a consultation with you can they have a chat with you before they make any decisions about it could they just do that with you yes absolutely I, I offer a, a like discovery call if someone's interested in mentoring mm. if they are looking to just dip their toe in the water I've written a book about how to write a life-changing book so that might be <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> that's brilliant isn't that so what's it called so that's called share your world how to write a life-changing book in 60 days Wow. And do you have a publishing company or do you help people to publish outside or? So I have a publishing company called Welford Publishing Limited. So that's, it's my publishing company that I publish my own books through. Mm-hmm. Um, I do offer this to authors that I mentor or for books that I've ghostwritten. It's like a managed self-publishing service. service. Mm-hmm. So I don't keep any of their royalties. Um, yeah. They own the copyrights. They receive the royalties. So it's all in one, really, Cassandra. So you can help somebody with the idea of and their story. You can help them write it and you can help them publish it. And so does that mean it can go on Amazon and, and all of the platforms? Yeah, yeah and also um, it can go further than that. It can go to the big um, bookstores like Waterstones, Barnes & Noble, uh, but just online. If they sell enough copies, then they may choose to have them in the bookshops. But it opens the doors to a worldwide distribution network through all the online bookstores as well so it's kind of all in one place so if somebody's got that idea they haven't got to go and access it outside of themselves and and also the ghostwriting thing so i know what a ghostwriter is right but people might not know what a ghostwriter is so what is a ghostwriter 
So a ghostwriter is more for people that find it easier to speak than to write, mm. or if they are very, very busy and they literally don't have time to sit and mm. write their book. So my role is to act as a translator. That's probably the best way I can describe yeah. it. So yeah. the way that my actual ghostwriting service works is that I speak to my clients on a Zoom call. Everything is recorded. So for instance, if we're talking about chapter one, they will say, okay, this is what I want to share. They will talk about it. I will ask them questions to delve deeper into what they want to share. And then afterwards, I re-listen to that call. I handwrite pages and pages of notes. And then I actually connect to their energy. I'm also um, a Reiki master and I work with energy. So I connect to their energy. I connect to the essence of the book. And that enables me, along with my writing experience, it enables me to access their energy and to write in their voice. So it's very different to write in my own book because I need to use their words so anyone reading that book would think it was the author yeah writing the book amazing again not everybody is is able to sit well we all are actually able to do it but it's it's something that you have to really focus on and I channeled mine in I think just over 10 hours but it was 10 hours of really I set aside that time and then it was just channeled but Two years previous to this, and people may be listening to this and thinking, oh my God, well, I started my book years ago, so how can I you know, do it? You absolutely can, because two years ago, I read my first chapter, which was about my story, you know, as a child and about my children. And it was great, but I just never did anything with it. And so it had been in the offing for ages, but it doesn't matter because it's still relevant, still really relevant. And, and then obviously what else comes, comes through just sitting and focusing. But if you don't have the time, if you feel that that's not really you, then Cassandra can help you do that and write it in your voice. And I think that's really key, isn't it? And being on the Spiritual Awakener, this is a platform here, a podcast here where I really interview people that are really connected. You know, I don't feel attracted to interview people that aren't connected because that's what I do. And so um, you will find in Cassandra that you will be able to really open uh, what my guides are saying is open your heart and soul to who you truly are. And it's a safe space, right, Cassandra? Mm. It's a safe space. It's private. It's confidential. Yeah. So that you're not then going to share that with anybody else. It's perfectly confidential. It's a bit like having therapy, (laughs) therapy through the book. And so if anyone's worried about that, then you are basically holding that space for that person, aren't you, in a confidential way? Yeah, absolutely. And there is always tears involved. If there's not tears involved, then something's not working. Um, It's a very emotional process, but I encourage this. Emotion is energy in motion, isn't it? So it's part writing their book and revisiting those emotions is something that scares a lot of people. But knowing that you have someone here by your side, e.g. me, um, to be with you on that journey, knowing that I've been through this journey as a writer, so I understand how hard it is to open those closets that might have a few skeletons in them and to revisit that emotion to go back to that dark place it's not easy and a lot of people will tell you I don't have the time to write my book but actually a lot of the time they're scared they're scared of the emotions that might come up um but you have to trust that writing is part of your healing journey and if you've got that idea in your heart then I truly believe that you're being guided to share this story to not only heal yourself but to reach out to someone that's still in the dark and that needs 
to know that someone else has been there and to give I them. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. I think it's really important. And it, it, it's almost like, in a way, yes, you're writing it for your own healing, but you're also writing it because you know that, you know, you're not alone, ever alone with your story. There's always somebody that's had an aspect of that story or very similar journey. And just for someone to read that, I feel is, is just key, isn't it, to their healing journey. So if you think of it that way, rather than, oh my goodness, this is my story. Something's just coming to me actually is, I'm getting guided here, is that what will people do if the people perhaps that are involved in the story are still living? You know what I'm talking about here. So say, so there's an abuse situation or grief or secrets, even secrets in the family, something like that. What would you do in that case? So you do have to be careful. I mean, I agree that everyone's story is their story. That's, you know, that's how it is. However, from a legal perspective, somebody can sue you if they believe that you have dragged their name down or help their business to have a bad reputation they can they can see you Mm. and I always say to my clients this isn't about pointing the finger about Mm. any particular person this isn't about who was right and who was wrong you always have to keep your ideal reader at the heart of everything it's not actually about you even though it's your book so in that case you have to kind of put your emotion to one side and it might be that you need some separate healing to release that anger perhaps to do some forgiveness work alongside writing the book (laughs) however there is a way of writing about situations without writing about the person for instance in my third book anyone that's read my book will know that I've had three relationship breakdowns but nobody that's read that book will know who was involved and what happened the scenes that could quite happily make a Jeremy Kyle show do not need to be aired in my book. <laughs> they, don't. <laughs> they don't, because that isn't the point of the book. The no. point of the book is giving my readers hope, showing them how I dealt with situations, yeah. how I overcame adversity, and now giving them that hope that they can do the same. Yeah. And that's beautiful because I would imagine there's some people thinking about it and thinking, oh my goodness, but this happened to me as a child or this happened to me in my relationship. And actually it might not be a safe environment to share that story. And I think that's definitely true with a lot of people. So it's great to hear that, that things can be almost storyified is a word that I'm kind of getting here and I've never heard of it before, but storyified that it can become a story for someone without pointing the finger and without really exposing a situation. I think that's really key, actually, because quite often stories, especially if you're a ghostwriter, I'd imagine those stories that people have asked you to write for them will be those kind of stories where they're really something that happened and they can't do it themselves and they feel that, you know, you might be somebody to help them do that. Yeah, it's an honour. I I absolutely love working with my clients and and, I'm honoured that someone trusts me Mm. with their story to help bring that out into the world. It's amazing. So you gave one tip, which was great, which was to have the reader in mind, you know, can you give another tip or a couple of tips that you might say if somebody's thinking, you know, and they're doing it themselves, but um, what would you say about the actual process of writing or publishing or editing or something like that? To begin with, it's really important to help clear some space in your mind. Mm. Everyone is always overwhelmed. We always have lots of to-do lists and lots of should-do lists and all the rest of it and if you don't clear that space your book will just remain on your to-do list this month this year 
this decade. Like mine for two years. It would just keep rolling over because nobody really cares if you write it or if you don't write it. Yeah, exactly. If it's never been written, it's never been written. So it's your responsibility to bring that out into the world. But to be able to do that, it's really important to clear that space in your mind. I truly believe that heart-led authors is the name that I give the ladies, not just ladies, but the authors that I work with, heart-led authors. I truly believe that authors, yeah, they're really, they're really led by their heart. They are. So therefore we're, we're being guided as well. It's not just our book. We have a team of, of guides, angels, you know, however you like to see that, that are helping. They can't help if your head is full of clutter and then your energy is scattered all over the place. So um, I have a author meditation. I have a free one on my website um, that I recommend whenever I'm working with someone before we write one single word, they have to listen to one of my meditations every day. They have to clear that space. They have to connect to the book. They have to connect to the energy and the essence of it. And it's also almost like kind of a sense of once you hear that meditation, this is what I'm kind of feeling about this, then it's almost like you have programmed that into your consciousness. Presumably that's why why you've done it is so that as soon as you hear it it's like a bit of music or whatever it might be or some voices or whatever the meditation will be is it instantly puts you into that place and your guides know as well like your guides know you know if you're meditating you do at the same time of the day every day or you do something at the same time then the guides know oh okay it's you know it's that energetic imprint that i need to be at so that's really amazing I, i love that so they go onto your website Say your website again, Cassandra Farron. Yeah, so it's CassandraFarron.com, C-A-S-S-A-N-D-R-A-F-A-R-R-E-N.com and just go to free meditation. Yeah, so everyone can do that. And even if they're kind of like, "Mm, not sure about writing a book, perhaps they need to go and listen to that. Because if you're guided to listen to this, guys, so if you're listening to this, you're guided, right? It's the same as... Any other interview I've done on The Spiritual Awakening, if you've been specifically guided to listen to this, there are no mistakes, are there? Yeah, just as we were guided, and I'm not sure how we even connected. How did we connect? I think it was through a Facebook group, a media group, the light bulb, the light bulb group. Oh, was it? Okay. okay. So, and then the universe just went... Yeah. And we needed <laughs> yeah. to connect, yeah. And that's how it works, you know, like you're listening to this and... You know, there's a part of you that feels there's a part of you that needs to get out in the world. Then there's no mistake that you're listening to this. So if you go on across to that website, you go and meet Cassandra in energetically and you feel into it. And if it feels something that you want to go ahead with, then contact her, have a consultation, feel how it feels. And then you can make a decision whether it's the right time. But I would say that definitely with this amazing spiritual awakening that's happening in the world, this is the key time to get your message out there, would you say? Absolutely. And no one can say they haven't got the time. <laughs> oh, that, that's a really good point. Like When you're going within, um, ordinarily having the time for me, I had to, before I went to San Diego for the New Media Summit, I literally took that time and I had to set aside that time 
And if I hadn't have blocked out my diary for that time, I would not have done it because it was hectic. It was busy. And I knew I was going, you know, going out to, to San Diego and stuff. And it was like, oh my God, busy, busy, busy. But I set that time aside. But now you have no excuses. Okay. A lot of you are not working at the moment. So you have no excuses. And this is the time really to sit with that, isn't it? Really sit with it, listen, and really feel what feels right to get out there in the world. Cassandra, any last things that you'd like to say to anyone? Um, I think just one more tip that helps people that I work with clarity is just to remember that you're writing the book you wished you had read. Mm, beautiful. I love that because when I was reading through what the guides had channeled, mine's called Awaken the Light Within. When I read it through, I was like, oh, yeah, that's really cool. That's exactly what I would have liked to have read all those years ago, you know? So that's a really good tip. It's like, actually, yeah, actually, what would you like to read? Who would you like to talk to? And what message would you like to get out to the world? So Cassandra, thank you so much for being here on The Spiritual Awakener. I've really enjoyed it. It's been a great conversation, very timely. And if you've got a spiritual awakening story or a turning point that you'd like to share with my listeners, please find me on susankennard.co.uk. And if you want to hear my spiritual awakening story, pop over to episode one, where you hear about my visitation in the night. Much love for now. See you soon on the next episode of The Spiritual Awakener. Thanks for listening to The Spiritual Awakener and being a part of our conversation. If you've enjoyed the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get great information at susankennard.co.uk.